0: The here comics industry guys,
1: look, moved my
0: cable in has been in a lot of upheaval since COVID hit um arguably the most disruptive decision came from diamond to stop the sale of comics since many stores weren't in a position to receive receive or sell them and that decision led dc to pull out of their relationship with diamond altogether and partner With Lunar and DCS for distribution, which created a chain reaction that led to what Sean refers to as fracturing. Where we only had Diamond before, there are now no less than four different distributors. And a lot has been made of all that, but what hasn't been talked about and what we're going to dig into is the loss of sales data in comics as a result of this schism. Welcome to the comics, pals. What's up, hot dogs? Hello, it's me, your best friend, Kale Ward.
2: I'm here with Tyler. Hi, I was bleeding from the head this morning.
1: I'm also here with Marco. I'm freshly showered,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you'll notice Sean's not here. And, He's on assignment. he uh, is, uh, he is out proving his uh, his his uh, his partner worth. And um, we wish uh, he and Rebecca all the best, safe travels. Uh, uh, They had a sudden emergency, which we only found out about, like, two hours ago. Yeah, so. Um, so We are going to make the best of this. We're going to have a great time. Or we're going to turn this car around.
2: And we're having Lunchables at home. (laughs) Send me home. Is it the Taco Bell Lunchables?
0: No. No, That's the bad
2: ones. Man, I want McDonald's. Actually, no. I had three AM halal. I don't want anything. Let's just talk about comics. And stuff. I,
1: I, I do. I do want to start, and I oh, and I wish on was here because I was right. Um, when when this all this started to happen, and I was like, okay, you know, we're gonna DC is gonna pull away. Surely, the next the next publishers have to follow. It, it's the only logical sense that you're gonna start to get a, a further diversification of companies and distributors and hey man lunar popped up was it the uh i forgetting the other one um the midtown one
2: oh, it was lunar and dcs are the two yeah lunar yes and dcs
1: yeah yeah uh so i'm this felt like where it would naturally go but with the loss of data i think that that's probably the that's probably the biggest drawback of this change is that now not only do do we not have purview or do or any kind of insight into the industry more importantly the publishers themselves don't have any kind of insight and that can't be good for business at the end of the day right. So you're getting ahead of me, which is why we don't
0: let you start.
2: <laughs> I will say, I will say the Marco is right. Shirt is available on our shop, which there is a link to in the bio. So <laughs>
0: I was right at some point. And There's I'm a Marco was right. Sure, shirt. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a Marco is wrong shirt.
2: Oh, wait, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Sean was right. That's what the shirt is. Yeah.
0: Get yourself a pink one.
2: You'll thank me later. Uh,
0: now. Last week, Bleeding Cool published a piece about uh, the comics industry not having proper sales data. Um, Basically, because everything is uh, split now, uh, there's no way to, there's no good way to keep track of uh, the actual sales data um the most recent hard sales data that we have comes from diamond well over a year ago and the image that bleeding cool has i believe on the uh uh, that's on youtube now comes from january of 2018 yeah um sean has in the notes here january of 2022 which is after dc exited the agreement with diamond but before marvel did um so without the reporting of sales data, creators, retailers, and fans are all kept in the dark, relying only on publishers to tell us what books are hot. Uh, we tune out publisher bragging. But well, listen, numbers don't lie. And you asking me? Mikael Ward, your best friend? Numbers don't lie, that's why they hide it. <laughs> Rich says that speaking to one industry insider, it was relayed to me that during a recent discussion with a group of retailers, it became apparent that they all had differing perspectives on what a specific publisher's most recent hit was, as well as what even constituted a hit in today's marketplace. When the publisher shared actual numbers with them, many of the retailers were genuinely shocked because they could only draw from their own experiences with the titles in question. Some stores were surprised that certain titles sold more than they thought possible based on their own sales data, while others were sure various things had to be selling less. Everyone agreed that there was a missed opportunity to sell more, but faced with a total blackout of sales information, the only information they could trust was the information generated within their own stores.
1: Hmm. Um, Sylvan, the chat just brought something up. You know, as long as the publishers know that's all that matters, they'll act on those numbers. I think they'll act on those numbers in a silo. And I think that becomes an interesting problem, because you know, you can only work off the data that you have, and you only have your data, the advantage of knowing what other publishers have from let's say a content perspective is, oh, hey, this sci fi book popped off, or this character popped off, or maybe uh, this event did well, and you can sort of chalk up against The companies can against themselves, at least the big two, because I think those are more in direct competition. But then for the smaller publishers, you know, a lot of them might rely on IP. uh, A lot of them might rely on specific kinds of, um, like I mentioned before, genres to be able to to boost or to focus, you know, narrow down the sales. And I think having that information is beneficial to them. And and ultimately, it's not about having, I think, the right information. It's about having the the least wrong information, and and right now, they're kind of caught in between not having any. Actually, they they just don't have any, and they can't make assumptions off of that.
2: Kale, do you have anything? I, I was looking through Sean's Sean's notes, uh, uh, like from comic book shops, uh, talking about their experiences on this. Because I I do, um, that I want uh, to please, up, if yeah, if cool. you
3: if yeah, yeah, if you
2: do. So Southside Comics and Toys, which is a comic book shop in in Philly. Kind of recently. Uh, the seventh. What day is it? So like on Thursday, I um, tweeted about this on X.com. Um, they're a, they're a, a medium-sized store with a web presence and robust subscription service. Uh, so that's context to the store. Uh, but yeah, fractured distribution has led to messy retail landscape. For most stores, margins have been lost. Labor to manage multi-distribution has increased significantly. Data is a complete mess. Point of sale and inventory management software is struggling to keep up with bad data. With no universal formatting, it's a constant rat race to plug the holes. With as many covers and SKUs in today's market, subscription and inventory management is crucial for store success. If that data is bad, the software cannot function uh, properly. The result, more labor and more mistakes. Customers don't like mistakes. So, yeah, that whole fracturization of – that we thought was cool because, oh, Diamond, uh, screw them. You know, Monopoly. Uh, Yeah. But the side effect of all that is – too many different data sets that you now have that might have software that does things correctly and none of them communicate with each other. So now you have a comic book store employee that has to become uh, a data analyst essentially (laughs) to, to just stock the shelves correctly. Um, and I think when the digital market exists and, you know, places like MidtownComics.com exist, um, (laughs) which Midtown probably has good data (laughs) uh, because of, you know, having their, their finger in the stew there. Um, Yeah. Yeah. If your comic shop Mm -hmm. keeps screwing up your orders and they can't figure it out and you go there and they're not stocked with the stuff you'd want, it's going to drive you either to digital or to someplace where you just order online and get rid of the hassle. So uh, I would, would not want to have to deal with this fracturization of, of all the different sales and stuff like that. So,
0: yeah what what you're pointing out there reminds me of something I read on um it was one of those um biz um what, reddit threads that are like um what's a dirty secret about your
2: business Oh sure. Yeah oh, those are those are juicy yeah Love hotel it. industry yeah. great but i uh excuse me the hotel industry always has like weird things like that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh wait we don't Um, change the garbages you know stuff like that but yeah garbages
0: but i found out that the uh the nhs in um in the uk is so wildly fractured despite being universal um it if you move from say england to wales apparently if you try to get your records from england to wales it takes years because the hospitals don't share a language they don't you know they don't share uh uh systems they don't share um uh, specific yeah. coding stuff to make you know something like that happen which in this the year of our lord 2023
2: you would think <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, when I hear a Welsh accent, I also can't understand, so.
0: Well, yeah.
2: if, if you read a Welsh accent, you can't understand it either. Yeah, no, no, no. All I um, see is dragons. Yeah. Um,
0: so what all this means, which we've you know, kind of stated here several times, is that we can't be sure about what publishers are performing well outside of Marvel, DC, and probably Image. Um, and even then, our perception of image changed when their top selling books of
1: the last 10 years chart leaked. Mm. Oh, sure. And I, I think even like on a month to month basis, then your perception can change, right? Like we could be we could be really excited for a book, give it a lot of buzz, but ultimately it doesn't sell well because it doesn't connect to like a larger audience. And vice versa, you can have a, a book that maybe um, individuals in a, in, you know, locally don't have, aren't fans of, but they do well at scale. And then you get conflicting uh, conflicting images of what success is to that earlier point that you made, Kale, And, you know, some publishers didn't even know. You, you had to go to the source to understand, oh, this book did well, this book did well, this one didn't, and you know, this one's struggling.
2: Hmm. The, 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 I think, uh, it was uh, Pete Foltz, Kefis, in, in the chat here, that mentioned, um, because of this, uh, creators lose bargaining rights, bargaining chips, really, if they don't know data yep. as well. Yeah. Uh,
0: and, and we, listen, Sean is an excellent host, even when he's not here. We're <laughs> going to talk about Creator stuff later. Yeah, on. yeah.
2: I was surprised he even added more to it in this situation, but yeah.
0: Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, and, and someone even brought up, uh, oh, Sylv uh, brought up Netflix, um, yeah. in the, in the YouTube chat. Um, and I, we sort of talked about this in the, in the discord earlier this week, and that was also my point of view is, you know, we only recently got, uh, a, a look at the way Netflix actually operates and like why, things get canceled after the first season and you know even though reportedly the shows do well um you know it's because their model is get a bunch of stuff quick uh and then dump it so that it looks like you're making profit we would have never known that had we not gotten to look at you know uh, these sales charts and everything I think this uh corporate shenanigans is exactly why we don't get comics data.
1: Well we used to get it is the thing. Like I I think to to Tyler's earlier point on the fractured systems and you know not being able to navigate those cleanly I, I the simple solution and you know simple in air quotes, right? But the the I guess most logistical solution is have a single source of truth, have a single source where all publishers can go access a platform to be able to get their books. Like, I remember there was a conversation years ago um, where Diamond was planning their own, like, unified system so that yeah. it's like a portal where you can go, you can order, you can do whatever, and yeah. um, ultimately, that never, that never happened. And I had that, I think, had that system been in place, that would have been a framework at least to be able to apply and extrapolate out to now the the landscape that we're in.
0: Yeah, and I think I think that's part of the problem is if if your uh it's like the New York subway system. It operates on uh switchboards and microchips from 1930. Yeah, they're going to say hopes dating. and dreams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if your comics distributor runs on microchips from 1930 what good is that information when it you know especially when
1: it comes out broken i, I remember they had a press release uh, diamond on like we introduced new functionality a search bar like dude, whoa, it, dude.
2: It, as someone who works it and i have to deal with a lot of these like um company specific applications that shit's mm-hmm. never updated uh, I've I've had to only recently upgrade people from Windows Seven. Like that's that's <laughs> where that's where we are in like the Yo, IT what? world. Yeah. Um, so because it's usually just like one or two people that actually control the development of this app. Um, yeah. So I, I, I and I'm talking about hospitals. I'm not talking about the niche comic book market. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember when Diamond was like, hey, they were the remember they were going to add that like thing where like Joe Schmo could just go on their website and make a poll list. Yep. And then. Yeah, I don't think it ever fully integrated properly. No, that was all launched. blue sky stuff. Uh, I don't think it ever launched. I think half baked versions of it did.
0: We um, we talked about that when it was first announced. Yeah, and that's right. I know I was still in New York, so you're gonna have to go deep in our back catalog Damn, to find that if you're interested. But, before
2: the globe trotting, yeah, yeah, double digits.
0: No, not before the globe trotting, but. A long time ago. Um, So I guess the thing I really want to talk about, and we've sort of danced around it here, is uh, why do we need it? Do we need it? Is it necessary? Is it vanity? Um, And what would it take for different publishers to finally agree to let this information be public? uh according to bleeding cool marvel dc and image um and even the rest of the publishers want this information out there as well but marvel dc and image aren't going to be the people to pull the trigger because neither of them trust each other and neither
2: of them want to go first it's like uh uh you know i guess maybe it's problematic but it's like a mexican standoff sort of thing yeah yeah
1: sure which is silly because this data is only going to be helpful for you, like for for them, right? Like, hot take
2: uh, out of those three, I only feel like Image actually cares about the direct market. <laughs> um, yep. But I, mean? if if Marvel and DC, and this is maybe just uh, let me put on my tinfoil hat right now, um, if Marvel you know, and DC, I... in my opinion, could get rid of the direct market, they would. Um, if if they mm. could do digital only and subscription and keep everything in house. Um, imagine you, you only get your Marvel comics at, uh, I can't say Disney stores because those, those don't exist, but like the the Disney store kiosks in Targets, you know, I'm sure they wouldn't, they would not mind. They wouldn't hate that.
0: How, how quick would we transition to digital comics? If Marvel and DC alone were somehow able to come together and make a functioning app to replace
1: a comic book store. I mean, seventy five percent of this podcast is digital. Like, it, it, the the it would take it wouldn't take convincing us. It'd be taking convincing a demographic like Sean. I'm locked into the Wednesday, um, the Wednesday. What is it habit? Um, you know, I, I like my physical stuff. like you need to address that individual. and I think realistically, that person probably uh, do- doesn't doesn't or does so kicking and screaming.
0: but does kicking and screaming matter as long as they do it? Especially when you I mean, share, if you're Marvel in d c, you know, think about the transition to comicsology. You know, when they f- when everything finally went on comicsology. That changed the game. I was buying stuff left and right on Comixology. Yeah, same. It was so easy. And then yeah. – So easy. Then they they took the marketplace off the app, and then they took – uh well, and then they took – they killed it. Um, And now you have to go 14 different places to get what you want. Hmm. If 80 percent, two publishers came together and decided they wanted to wipe out the market,
1: you know, and realistically, they make up what ninety percent of it, like yeah, of all sales. Um, so yeah, I mean, it would it would make sense. Mm. But but to, and, and someone mentioned it here. Yeah, top lane. It, take the middleman out. You know, you take the the comic book retailer out, and at that point, potentially, you know, you don't pay whatever certain fees for that. You don't have to pay distribution anymore. Like the the amount of savings that you get from a lack of need for distribution is minimal, but I don't think that the I don't to your point, I don't think that those companies would care because it's marginal at the end of the day. It's so it's so small, it's probably insignificant to their larger universe of I'm uh, making money in X very variety of ways.
0: But that wipes out printing costs. That wipes out shipping costs. Right. Everything.
2: The only real hit would be, PR, I think. Mm. Um, I think if DC or Marvel, if one of them decided to pull the trigger and pull out, um, I, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think the Mexican standoff is the whether or not they would decide to come out and put out uh, data as much as the opposite and decide to pull out of, uh, the printing business. Um, well,
0: for this conversation, it's it's about data that you know, sure that- yeah. yeah. Standoff analogy is basically what you know, uh, uh,
2: Rich uh, pointed out. Um, there's no intention for either of them to come out with that data, though. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, I I think you're right. I think image is the only one that has a horse in the race of what does this data look like because they're such so much smaller a piece of pie than Marvel and DC. And Marvel and DC have the backing of two massive companies.
3: Well,
1: I I would disagree just because I think it value it's more valuable to image, but I think for the individual, like the larger two, that data is in for it's it's competitive information. Like that, that's never a bad thing when you're a competing company. And I think in you know, anecdotally, You'll do competitive research constantly because you need to know what the other person is doing in in order to enhance your business. I think whether or not they prioritize the comics industries of the of their respective companies, that might be a a different story. And, And so that's why they probably won't want to do it. But I think that the data there should be and is valuable, and somebody internally probably wants it to be like, look, I need to connect this: the amount of sales that we're getting, the amount of distribution to a potential, you know, return on something. I need an ROI. But does
0: I guess I guess what we're talking about here is a a, a public
2: sales chart, right? Mm. So in this scenario, yeah, yeah. something that could be, you know, tracked by Yeah, shops, so in this
0: scenario yeah, like... that you're talking about Marco that that's still publisher to publisher information maybe. Sure. Like, you know, and if you want to know what the other guys doing, go pick up their books, right? Like, comics is a slow medium, despite how fast it is.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: well, I did have a question, Cal. Yeah. Um, vanity. What? What did? What do you think? Do they tackle vanity at all? Because you mentioned Sean mentioned that in his notes. Um,
3: That's
0: that's what i um uh that was going to be my next question actually yeah um i the thing i i think uh in this in this article rich talks a lot about mark millar and uh, mark miller and compares <laughs> uh makes him out to be like the modern stan, stan Lee and how he's uh you know a used car salesman uh but his stuff actually doesn't seem to sell that well
2: yeah what do you think he keeps talking about maybe going back to the big two like (laughs) yeah
0: yeah Yeah. and even um his big game his big crossover event comic with pepe loraz that recently came out um according to rich that actually ended up being the best selling image title uh, miller's best selling image title since prodigy in 2018 which clocked in at just under 50,000 copies.
1: Probably because of the artists. Uh, was it Prodigy? I forget who it was. That was No,
2: Prodigy was Albuquerque.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, Albuquerque and Lorat? But I also think yeah, Prodigy tracks.
2: came out right after the announcement of Miller World. Um, mm. So there was still some hype around that. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah.
1: Um, In terms of the vanity, like there being vanity metrics, I think, I think ultimately that's what that would be if you share it to the public. If you share it with the public, it would be a a number that simply says volume and associated dollars, right? That's not helpful to a publisher. The publisher will, will care about how that affects like their their costs, their implied costs, how much it takes to acquire a user, right, or, or a new customer at that end. So the it would be a uh, it would be a vanity metric insofar as it applies to us and to the publisher. So I think for them to share that, it's at their discretion, but I think it's helpful to be transparent. I don't like that. And I don't like that it's at their discretion.
2: I don't think vanity even works here either because uh, I think any kind of vanity would just show how weak the industry is Um, and also Uh, would mm -hmm. then show that it's a it's a you know a peek behind the curtain of you know like marvel putting out all these miniseries that probably don't sell you know Mm -hmm. i think the negative impact of showing where their sales aren't um would be more of a detriment than actually you know saying oh i don't know um dark droids did did well this this summer you know look at the star wars event star wars is still going um I think it would be more negative to be like, uh, but also here's all the fall of X books. Nobody's reading.
1: Yikes. That's a good point. <laughs> they're, they're not going to make the top 50. Uh, but then, but then at that point, right, then I think it's, it's a way for us to hold them. Maybe for us to hold them accountable to some degree. Not that they listen to, you know, fans or readers necessarily.
2: For all the comics are to them is an IP
1: farm. Like, yeah, well, but but at that point it's like you know why why did you guys let, let's say that the numbers aren't stellar right and they're worthy of getting canceled in in the uh, against let's say a, th- a 10k threshold right like at that point you'd be like you know why are you guys putting this out people aren't picking these books up maybe it's a it's a matter of I can't afford and so you're stretching our dollars too thin and secondly it could be uh to, to, you're sorry to, just
0: you're stretching our dollar to stuff that doesn't even sell
1: right exactly right so so what is what is the point of that i i'm a i'm a consumer of your books but uh, i might need to read something that's associated to the larger event but it's not selling one potentially from a a quality standpoint Uh, but then also it's a a requisite and uh, that's hurting my dollar and if you need that dollar then that's a different conversation. That's a different perspective that will be informed by that data.
0: I think also vanity could relate to creators. You Hmm. know, Bendis was hot for a long time. And then when he came to DC, he wasn't hot no more, right?
2: Bendis is coming, (laughs)
0: You um but you know how many people were buying those books? You know, uh I, I I wonder, you know, if we see the um if we see the, the the sort of proliferation of creators as vanity uh vanity projects, you know, in that case, you know Bendis Uh, makes millions on on these comics he produces the money i'm not saying he does or he doesn't but in in this scenario he finds out he does he doesn't need marvel or dc
1: he could always leave he he's aware of his you know cachet his status yes
0: he is yes but is kelly thompson oh sure my argument is you tell a creator how much they're worth they're gonna go, uh, do their own thing,
2: they're gonna know what they're worth, yeah. Mm. Can't have the people knowing what they're worth. Capitalism,
1: yeah, fine. <laughs> uh, that's, that's what this
2: whole discussion can be, uh, boiled down to, yeah, Fucking capitalism, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: uh, please, no, go for it, go for it. Uh, l- l- let's try and hit some of these comments, uh, if we can um and while like you guys this, are looking the for the, saying uh bu- go, ahead, go ahead, <laughs> <laughs> before you uh before while you're looking for the com- uh comments we need some likes people Ooh, yes and uh i listen i'm in charge today we're not doing no draft we don't hit 20 likes
1: uh oh said he's turning the car around that's right dad's mad that Dad is bad can i beat so the mom I want
0: to I want to see you Tyler. You're definitely the most. <laughs> <laughs> I'm baby. I want to see those likes. I want to see 20 likes and then we'll do a draft. And I think we've got a pretty cool one on deck this, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This, this time. Um, So mm, get it uh, together
1: audience. Uh, I want to, I want to tackle this, this Dan comment. Um, I think the main issue is the old system for tracking reporting is gone. There's no incentive for investing a new one. I think to add to that, there never was a good tracking system. It's all based off of the sales, the the pre-orders, and it's broken out by pre-order sales associated to the dollar amounts and then just Mm -hmm. units, right? So then you're only looking at what actually gets ordered, sent to the store, but then you lose all visibility after that. So you can't actually say, uh, you know, Spider Man number thirteen drove X dollar amount. We know that X number of people ordered it, but that does actually translate to the sales. And I think having that as some sort of like POS system, uh, a point of sale system, to be able to say, uh, I ordered this number of, um, uh, I ordered this number of books. From the publisher, it's reflected in the data, and then after you do your scans or whatever it else to keep track of the difference, then you'd be able to say, okay, actually, this is how this book performed, not based off pre-orders, which isn't a deterministic number.
2: I would still rather though have a shitty uh, data set than <laughs> none. <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> fair. Yeah, like yeah. I,
2: like like if I'm waking up in the morning, I need a coffee. If it's if it's bad coffee, I'm still drinking it. You know what's yep. worse? Not having a coffee.
1: Yep.
0: Uh, Tyler, you had one from uh, Hound.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said uh, uh, DC should proclaim, co- proclaim themselves number one. Who could say different?
0: Can't. I mean, I won't. know, I won't, yeah,
1: no, I won't <laughs> either. DC rules, so. Uh, Comic Boom, can you elaborate a bit? I uh, said I used to assign ten percent of my monthly comic book budget to lower selling titles on comic. oh, I see like you're buying you're your personal buying. Oh, I don't have my incentives. That those gone. yeah and and I think the the incentive argument there is, yeah that there's no reason for them to want to invest and I think that's why they were in that Mexican standoff is well, you know I'm not gonna do it because whatever I'm doing is working fine for me, and that isn't it's not gonna affect the other publishers. So you know, why 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 should I be the one to make a change or why should I be the one to to drive some sort of instance of innovation? I mean, I would argue for that sake alone is to drive some avenue of innovation that isn't being that doesn't exist in the comic book market right now. Cause then maybe there's a maybe that's a differentiator and that that will help your way of uh, being stronger in the industry. So that's my optimism, though. I
2: appreciate your constant optimism in the face of overwhelming evidence of the contrary.
3: <laughs> Adversity.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, another interesting angle I I wonder about this is um, who do we trust to do it? You Me, know, bro. With, there could be something to that you know with diamond they kept track of their busted ass system and that you know ostensibly worked okay we had numbers um but and bleeding cool has uh, uh offered themselves up and they uh are in the process of running monthly and weekly top 10 bestseller lists um from comic book stores um from data from comic hub but uh it just seems like messy data at that
2: point honestly yeah
0: but well and this is i mean this is stuff that it seems like is in the process of coming out right but an overall thing bleeding cool even says that's something that would take years to put together you know to get the the standing and to get the um the information that you would need um you would also need someone who uh, can work out the political differences between Warner Brothers and Disney. And it doesn't seem like anybody can do that.
1: It's interesting there's not a third-party data like company that is just aggregating this information. and Like a already, Nielsen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, like a uh, Nielsen. Um, uh, we... I'm forgetting the the name of the the book. Whenever whenever we do like the the larger comics industry, especially after a San Diego, there's that book company that also aggregates manga. Um, yes. Uh, y yeah, A novels, all those. Yeah, yeah, all is that. Comicron. Not Comicron, but but yeah, Comicron. I mean, Comicron itself is is a website for anybody who doesn't know, dedicated to trying to track one historical sales. I think they start at. I want to say with with hard data or, or less wrong data in the 80s. And they continue through to, to this day. And unfortunately, it's all since Diamond has stopped publishing that information, it's all done kind of um disparately, taken from you know sample sets of of different stores, and then you extrapolate some statistical number. Um, but I think I I think Comic Con's a, a great example of. We have a, we have somebody, a site, a, a group of people dedicated to wanting to track these things because it's of interest. And now it's about allowing maybe those individuals that access of information. Like at that point, it just becomes, give us, you know, give us your data set. I'll build an API feed and we'll all have, we'll all be happy. Yeah. But
3: who
0: can do it? Listen. We'll tell you our sales data. We'll be honest about that information. You're not giving us enough money. So, uh, you want to hear all that? You're at the right place. You're listening to the main show, The Comics Pals, on YouTube at 1015 Eastern every Saturday. Don't forget it. Uh, And you can hear us talk about what we think are the Hottest Comics releases on Pals Polls every Thursday at 6 p.m. live on the Eastern Time Zone. Don't forget that you can uh, vote in the Pals Polls poll on the YouTube community tab.
2: The uh, other thing for for Pals Polls to entice people more, we've been doing a little something new uh, on the show. Ooh, talking yes. about... Uh some maybe non comic stuff towards the end of the show. Uh this week we tackled some CM Punk news. Uh-huh. Um, and this one this one was tasty
0: this yeah, time. I chewed on. The past the past couple of times we've done a couple of uh mini TV reviews which were uh really good. But I think the CM Punk
2: yeah. discussion got we had some passion in it. Although I did uh, uh watch all of One Piece. So
1: Yeah, how'd you like it?
2: Really a thousand yeah. episodes? Yes. Yeah. yeah, people were like, Oh, it's really hard to get into it's only one season. I was
1: fine. Yeah. <laughs> Good, I'm, I'm glad. Glad you trade it. Um, if the live shows aren't enough, guys, you can join
0: the Discord, where everything we talk about gets talked about to death. We've already talked about the sales information, like I like I said. And if that's not enough, guys... Come check us out at patreon.com the comics where you can join our ever building pals verse. You'll get access to a special private Discord
1: where we are still talking. Yeah, i we'll put get... up some, some, uh, a, a quick test video of myself and what I was reading to do some research for, uh, SPX where I'm at. Oh, yeah. Are you going to put up anything for, uh, oh, yeah, baby, the sweet the, I... the con floor? I'm gonna do the the convention floor. I'm going to do some stuff on TikTok. Uh, I'm gonna be putting out some exclusive stuff for Patreon. That's gonna be my my newsletter for this week. It came out perfectly. So
2: my my amateur ass keeps thinking SPX is Small Penis Expo.
1: God <laughs> damn it! Don't blow up my spot like that, bro. Got him.
0: Um, you can also you're never gonna believe this. You can also get your own shout-out, and super-powered name. Tyler's on deck for the next one, so you'll probably get s- small, small penis p- <laughs> power. <laughs> the
2: Chode Crusader.
3: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh,
2: no, I will give you a cool power. I will give you good stuff. Um, do you want me to get, go through that? Uh, you want me to read our, our, our best pals, Cal? I got it.
0: Uh, All right, good, because I don't
2: think I'd be able to get through it without sneezing, so.
0: I got it. I'll let you handle the listener comment. Now I'm going to shout out the special pals in the universe, Thunderstruck Rebecca Alejandro, and the Hound of Justice, Atomic Hound. Special thank you to both of you. A big thank you and shout out also to the Night Stalker, Harris Najinsky, Brian Demolisher Del Pozo, Kevis the Incorruptible, Momentum Mike Elliott, Starcross Catherine Stars, Dan the Truth Trudeau, Joel Justice, Jalen the Sanguine Sorcerer, Neon Knight Cosmic Avenger, Super Shenron the Conqueror, and Marvelous Mike McKenzie.
2: Thank you so much. Y'all are the best. I
0: really needed to differentiate it from the way Sean does it. Uh, Oh, and that I do it
2: out of mimicry? Uh, Yeah.
0: (laughs) So I really wanted it to do like I was calling out uh, a space jam basketball
2: team. Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do it next time I host, I'm gonna do it as uh, as uh, Don Pardo on SNL. Nassim Pedrad! Nice. Musical guest musical guest
0: Tyler, Joel hit Justice. Me with that <laughs> Tyler, hit me with that.
2: Listener comment. Ooh, we have a listener comment uh, from, uh, this is from, uh, some guy named Atomic Hound. New listener. The right? Hound cool. of Justice. Uh, Atomic Hound on Discord said, What superpower could you most use to enhance your enjoyment of comics and or collecting? Huh.
1: Collecting? Oh, I got you right now. my The Midas touch. Easy. Think, D- think, think. No, because
2: then you're reading the comic and you accidentally, oh, no. My Avengers 1 is now a gold slab.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> Then Also, like, I how do you use it. the bathroom? Well, surely it surely doesn't affect you. It's your, your hands, I would right? hope so. I would hope so. I don't think they talked about that in the myth. Yeah. Just wear gloves.
2: The gloves will turn cold. The <laughs> minus touch <laughs> is a power that I don't really care much for. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's too much of a monkey's paw situation. I
0: think I would need a lot. I would need... I need the superpower of, like, medication... Okay. So I can actually sit down and read these things,
1: but they're also called, uh, they're called psychiatrist Cal. <laughs> not, not in the UK, they're not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but also, but also, I would need something like the TARDIS, so that I could have all the space I need to coll- you know, for my collection.
2: Yeah, I would need a portable hole. I think for the collection, I think that, that that'd be yeah. good. A pocket um, dimension, portable what? hole. Uh, it just sounds sounds great. Uh, that's also my drag queen name. Um, but uh, I would say for me, it's like flash powers to be able to read stuff real fast. Just absorb yeah. everything. I would just like read all of Avengers chronologically. Burn out the book. Yeah, uh, I don't even think an iPad can keep up with it. You know, so no, no uh, okay. I'd have to go physical at that point. Uh, and then I would need. Uh, Bruce Wayne's power of money. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I I would just need to be a fast Bruce Wayne and I'm good with a portable hole.
1: Or in in Catwoman's new uh, Gotham city, I can just walk into a store and steal books.
2: Huh? You could just find where Aaron Meyer from Twitter lives uh, and just take (laughs) his books. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I think think
0: the problem with that is that everyone knows no one in comics has money. And (laughs) Comic shops especially don't have money.
2: People are still Bob breaking Iger. into them, though, so. Get Bob uh, Iger's comps. You think Bob Iger gets comps? No. He does not get comps. No.
0: He, he's too busy. He went out of his way to check the box that says, please don't send me
1: this shit. He <laughs> sent a formalized letter.
2: Yeah, just he's too busy hanging out on private islands. Um, Actually,
1: that that TARDIS idea though, that'd be cool because then you can go back and read the book like when it came out and kind of like get into the the the, I was gonna say get into the fervor and of the moment. But fine,
2: I uh, yeah, I would not want a TARDIS. You know, Dan mentions like, wow, you have a device like bend space and time. Think of all the good that you could do. What are you gonna do with it? Comic book collection. well, that would be part of what I'm going to do. Sure, sure, sure. I a would wing, also a go back in time
0: and stop my parents from meeting, and that way I <laughs> won't have to put up with this. Then you would just cease to exist. Yeah, How that now works. You get it?
2: There now we go. You All, get right. It. All right. <laughs> I would probably go and try to prevent uh, uh, Pompeii from happening, and I'd wind up being that guy uh, who's frozen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, top lane. The the power of getting sales figures from the dark multiverse. <laughs>
2: the Batman who graphs. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Um, I don't. I think I would rather have the power. Like I would rather. I I wouldn't want the real collection power as much as I prefer the power to like blue Skidoo into the comics. You know. Excuse me. Blue oh. Skidoo,
0: yeah. You can do, we can yeah. do. Like, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: You go into it. Marco, yeah. are you not
0: getting this oh, reference?
1: Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. yes okay, right,
2: I, thought, right. I thought we missed a generation of pop culture no, don't again.
1: Don't. Is that like the, the Crimson Chin?
2: Yeah. Yep. Is that what his yes. power was? Oh, yeah. I was too distracted well, by the giant chin. Don't <laughs> talk
0: about me that way. Um. So, you know who else has a giant chin?
1: Great transition.
0: The worst, absolute worst transition. Amazing, uh, Jerry Conway. Oh, okay.
2: He has a normal sized face.
0: Well, listen, all right. I didn't say I didn't say I would ever, uh, report the truth here. However, right. this is true. Uh, Jerry Conway has revealed on Twitter on X that he uh has had some pretty major health trouble recently.
3: Mm.
0: um you'll know um jerry conway from uh such comics as jason todd and the punisher uh man thing as well i believe oh um he said uh in his statement i'm just gonna read the whole statement and then we can uh we can get through our condolences and etc Uh, Jerry says, last October, I was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, and I had Whipple surgery to remove the tumor, including my gallbladder, some of my intestines, and rearrange most of my lower body parts. The good news is, praise Cthulhu, as of January, I'm now cancer-free. The bad news is, praise Cthulhu, there were complications. I've been dealing with those complications since last December, and it's been a lot. Three hospitalizations, including weeks in an ICU I don't remember because I was in an induced coma and various other issues. uh, Too fun to discuss here. The reason I'm bringing this up is not to grab for sympathy. I received much needed sympathy and support from my friends and family at the time, but to express my sincere gratitude to the wonderful team at UCLA Ronald Reagan Hospital who saved my fucking life. And to publicly express My love, especially to my family, particularly the amazing Laura B. Conway, and to the friends who stood by me old and new. I don't have a high opinion of my worth. Their generous support was a revelation. Fingers crossed, I believe I'm well on the road to recovery. I've been in a dark place and I've come out. My heart is filled with gratitude. There's a ways to go still, but the bottom line is I'm back, baby. Ready to take names and kick ass. And he's all out of names.
1: Hell oh, yeah, dude. That's awesome. Great to hear. Yeah, he didn't say that last part.
2: I do like his viewpoint. You know, like if uh, I got okay. a lot of my a lot of my organs scooped out, uh I probably wouldn't be the most cheery of people, <laughs> but uh it looks like yeah. this guy actually had a pretty good support system to help him with this. So Um that's key for situations like this, you know, like just It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to get help. Hmm. Um, And I'm glad, you know, he understood his worth through those people. Because, like, this is the guy who gave us, like, friggin' some of the best Spider-Man stories of all time. Is is he who killed... uh, Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. Hell yeah. Yeah?
0: Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, Yeah, this is... I'm very glad he is... uh, He's okay. Um, So that he can kill Gwen Stacy again.
2: Um, she's been hankering for it, so. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yikes. So, yeah
2: I probably could have phrased that better. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, it, it isn't because normally when we get these, these, uh, kinds of things on the show, it's not good. Um, ah, and then yeah. it becomes a discussion on, you know, like, oh, well, maybe if these creators could actually get paid something, you know, they'd be able to live, but I'm glad this one wasn't a total downer. Uh, he's doing it. Yeah. Yeah, and
0: it, you know, uh, according to this comicbook.com article, he seems to, you know, uh, there's no real indication of uh, financial troubles or anything. Uh, Mm. So, you know, he may may have a good situation insurance-wise, which is great.
2: Is he one of those Marvel guys that's on, like, those Legends plans? Like, the... Like Claremont I have to imagine because he still has some stuff that pops up Marvel occasionally.
0: Yeah. He uh, like I think I saw that he recently was doing. Spider-Man one shots. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and, and glad that, you know, he's well doing better or he's doing better. And hopefully that means that, you know, he'll get back to doing stuff that he loves.
0: So. He's got a long, long career ahead of him, or not? Yeah. I, I mean,
1: would you would you throw in the towel?
0: I don't even Listen, throw in the towel. I'm, like not, just, even,
1: yeah. I'm not even in the industry.
0: I want to throw yeah. in the towel.
2: Kale's <laughs> uh, lettering towel know, is uh, it, it's it's <laughs>
0: it's a it's a white towel, and I'm waving it. Uh, <laughs> You gotta think, too. A uh, guy with uh, comics in his blood like this, you know, coming from ground floor, uh, you know, he's gonna he's gonna stick around a while. Uh, you know what else is gonna stick around a while? King of Segways.
2: Let's go.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, David Zaslav. Oh no.
2: That...
0: <laughs> well, no, hopefully not him but he thinks that DC, Harry Potter, and the Lord of the Rings are underused franchises. How that could possibly be true, I'm not positive.
1: <laughs> we, we want another... You know what? We want a, the Smeagol game. Give me the Smeagol movie.
0: Oh, don't give him ideas, Marco. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the Goldman Sachs... Communicopia and Technology Conference.
2: Burn it down. That's all I to care I don't want that to exist.
0: <laughs> it wasn't fun saying it. Yeah. Zazlav argued that the company is underutilizing their franchises, such as Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and the DC Universe, especially following the Smash success of Barbie earlier this year. uh One of the real strengths of War, this is Z- Zazlav. One of the real strengths of Warner Brothers is we talk about the great IP that Warner Brothers owns. But for us, the challenge is that our content, our great IP, Harry Potter, DC, Lord of the Rings, that content has been underused. We think there's a lot of shareholder value in attaching a 10-year DC, a real plan around DC, bringing Harry Potter back to HBO for 10 consecutive years, Doing multiple movies
1: of Lord of the Rings, as I have added,
0: we need this
1: ten yes. years. Give me more Lord of the Rings, yes, give me the Cimmerillion. just just watch the Amazon show
0: and then you'll you'll see why that's a bad idea. oh, I forgot about that,
2: yeah, a lot of people did
0: <laughs> i I, I enjoyed it.
2: it too, but a lot of people forgot about it. This <laughs> is all just just corporate uh this is this is let me. let me uh let me top off let me sloppy top off our uh shareholders so they can uh oh yeah get you know get off my ass like yeah we're gonna uh gand the movie coming in 2027 um (laughs) which they have been talking about uh surprise anyone yeah this is this is ip is just the new real estate like that's all it is it's Used to just they, they they sit on this IP they they milk it milk it like uh those those uh, uh fake memes all that dudes. Jordan Peterson was sharing um uh yeah so they just it was it was like a, a kink thing he shared by accident um never mind well we don't need to get what? into that what this milking just that's all it is um but yeah like there is no creative uh, um. Kind of, uh, what I'm losing my words here. Um, none of this is about creative stuff and, and it being yep. good and you know, the fans yep. enjoying it. It's, it's about, all right, I need to say that it's coming out so people can invest money. Uh, it's all money based whether or not these things actually come out. Who I don't think he gives a shit. Well, it's just right yeah. now, right now, he needs more money. How do I get it? I promise
0: he gets money off the idea that this stuff might come out you know it's 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 just the wrong lesson you know learned yeah. from barbie you know barbie came out and one of her brothers said hey wait we own that
1: we could make we could make money we could do that thing hold on a second um i, I will say uh, i agree with Classy. Uh, a harry potter anime would slap oh, the wizards stop. and stop. wizards stop. and like,
0: Stop Yo. giving that woman money. Stop. Well, it. I
1: want to see. I want to see magic. It. It.
0: Dude, watch something else.
1: Nothing. Go has, watch
2: uh, El Mago Pop's uh, newest uh, Netflix special if you want magic. The what? El Mago Pop. I have to look up
1: what
3: that
2: is. Spanish magician. Apparently, learned about that last night. Uh dot
0: used this to transition into the. Um, the DC Universe slate that's coming out. You know, we've got um, the Gods and Monsters Volume 1 business from James Gunn and Peter Safran, Superman Legacy, The Brave and the Bold, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, Swamp Thing, and The Authority, as well as HBO Max television shows, Waller, Booster Gold, Lanterns, and Paradise Lost, as well as the animated Creature Commandos series.
1: Oh, that's right. That looks cool. You, you see, they're milking the DC Universe. So why can't they do that with uh, Harry Potter, with with water?
0: Because the DC Universe has content to be mined.
2: Ever-evolving content as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So keep evolving it. Make this the extended universe of Lord or, of the Rings. Or why don't we make new things? <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, that, that involves work. Good things sell good. Why make more? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's ultimately what it is, right? Good things sell well. Done, right? Fine. I, and I, I'm going to stretch as much as I can out of this, um, because yeah, you can you can keep milking, you can keep subdividing content and story, and 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 continue to drive some sort of narrative if you have some kind of talent attached to it. Because you can make it. You know, the, the X Men aren't just the original books right they've since spun out but you can do that across the board with anything else in dc i I think you could do that with anything anything of quality and i think x-men is quality and anything of the rings is quality anything of quality you can stretch
2: out until the quality's gone
0: yeah sure right yeah what is that how does that dilute the original uh oh god yeah I apologize for this. The original Ooh. IP,
1: Ooh. It, it does, Ooh, and corporate that's kale. the consequence. <laughs> <laughs> like, but that's not good. Yeah, but then I'm getting a Harry Potter anime.
2: Yo, hot take: Harry Potter, not good.
3: Mm.
1: Why don't Why don't you watch more Naruto? It's Harry I, Potter, but with ninjas. I don't want to watch ninjas. I want to watch wizards, bro. And uh, not frankly, even the cool wizards. They're... Lord of the Rings has the cool wizards.
3: The thing is, the thing
2: is, like, I think the DC, uh, James Gunn, Peter Safran's DC, will be the patient zero for Warner Brothers in that regard. Um, I I hope with the success of Barbie that that teaches them a better lesson there. That, like, these, these, I know it it won't. Yeah, I know it won't. (laughs) You know, one and done stories by, you know, auteur filmmakers that get free reign over the IP. Like, that's that's the lesson they should make. Uh, they should get from it, Uh but instead it'll just be like, "All right, Ken coming out in 2025. Yeah, uh, Ryan Gosling's Oscar bait.
1: Oh, I'm getting flamed for my takes. Yeah, because what they're else bad. Is new, no,
2: there's dude, a shirt like... literally in our shop called Marco was wrong.
1: <laughs> I I I just see it as like a, a way to continue to subdivide story. Like I don't think that that's that's something that's not feasible. Like you can have. You can have that with stories that are either sequential and ongoing or stories that have contained uh, a contained universe in the beginning of an end. Like you can you can infinitely expand to a thing. I think you run into an issue of diluting a product, but I don't think that that therein um, does not provide an ability to continue to tell stories within that world.
2: We've seen the dilution of all three of these IPs and what it did for the ip itself uh within, dc
1: within 5 years yeah
2: dc yeah within recent memory because this is the mindset that corporate you know these big you know uh, corporations have now uh dc we had the flash like that was the culmination of that side of the dc universe uh one of the, probably their worst financial hit in dc movies ever um we had the hobbit being stretched out to 3 movies which i think severely mm-hmm. limited like like diminished the quality of it uh and also yep. heavy use of cgs post practical effects all that yep. stuff, uh, and then Fantastic Beast literally was a wet fart by the end of it. Yep. Also an Ezra Miller joint. So, yeah. I heard
1: that one was good. I haven't seen it though.
2: I he- I heard nothing good about the the final two. I, I heard like, eh, like there was enough discussion about the second one where uh, there was at least people on both sides of it. I heard no discussion about the third one, which is I think the worst possible thing that could happen to a, a movie.
1: Hi. I would argue. Let's say you have the Hobbit, and that's all that Tolkien did, right? And then his son came in and did the the. uh, Let's Let's just imagine he did exactly, you know, word for word what was uh, Lord of the Rings. You're you're expanding the universe, but then under the argument that you guys are making, that would count as stretching the IP thin
3: or making it IP. And
1: and right, but then but then how, how would you you would take that over? the sake of quality you would say it, it is it is uh diluting the original for the sake of producing content as opposed to it just being another element of the story that is exists in the same world like, the hobbit had a beginning and end yeah but he decided to go back to it am i
2: do you think the lord of the rings was not written by J by J R R tolkien
1: no it is it is but what i'm saying he, is he's saying he, imagine like he continued, I, he continued I, yeah. to, to tell a world, uh, to tell a story within the world that he built. And there's plenty of stuff his
2: son wrote that, you know, is out there. Sure. Uh, a lot of, and append- he's good. yeah.
3: A legend. <laughs> I, there, I there, there,
2: there, there's a tweet that I saw where it was like, Doctor, uh, we're going to have to take your appendix out. Uh, Tolkien, but that's where I, that's where I tell you how the race, the elves are racist or dwarves. Um, so like that's, I don't know. Like,
0: I think, like, the thing is, it's just, it leaves no room for anything else.
2: Yeah, if you constantly need to play and establish sandboxes, then, uh, like, why not something new, you know? Like, Hunger Games was relatively new, that did well. And they stopped it, you know? I think there's more coming now, but
3: so that's probably a bad uh, yeah.
2: example. But.
0: Uh, and also Star Wars. And Star Wars is a great yeah. example. It's sure. And actually argues exactly against what you're saying they've uh, utterly diluted it and frankly not a lot of it is any good anymore fair Kay. even retroactively
1: well uh, stuff from
0: the 70s oh like because they've had to yep spread ground and tiptoe around stuff that already exists the stuff they're putting out doesn't make sense and it doesn't work with the stuff that you know the
1: explanations are bad yeah but then I, I never get the book series where Thrawn becomes a character right then i oh, never get no! that same... but but th- those are those are things of quality that i w- or pieces of content i'll lose out on like like
2: the books yeah and now you're getting a show that makes that content lukewarm like <laughs> you're only proving your point point.
0: and also Tra- transmedia media...
2: expansion is fine it's when i think you take the same media and you pull it and you pull it and you pull it uh, it becomes taffy, and then it finally breaks.
0: And also, these things take time to make. Their relevance just mm-hmm. dips and dips and dips. Why do we need a Harry Potter, a ten-year-long Harry Potter franchise, in twenty in this year of our Lord twenty
1: twenty-three? The market's grown, has it? Well, the 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 people who saw it as kids, like like you're gonna work off of that nostalgia market 20 years later so that Bro, makes sense. people even aren't having kids anymore <laughs> no no but we're those kids like we're the ones that i grew up watching those movies like like you can milk us and because we're the people entering that element tyler i mean i'll take it we, i'll take it <laughs> can you milk <know> me greg <laughs> i try hard enough you can milk anything with nipples i got you go but but we we are the those people now entering the realm of lettuce uh uh let us feed off of their dollar amount. This is the generation we're looking to feed the dollar amount out of. I think that tracks. No, it doesn't.
0: <laughs>
2: Sorry. Um, uh, Catherine also, says, "Can we not say milk anymore?" I think that's fair. Yeah, I think we could stop. Uh, milk. We should stop milk in that phrase.
1: <laughs> I died. Died. We died. Yeah.
0: Uh, also, um, J.K. Rowling sucks, and I'm. She needs to go away. And agreed. 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 I will be very I'm not interested in the Harry Potter series. The the this new one, this show that's coming out. Me uh, yeah. Because I was raised religious and wasn't allowed Harry Potter in the first place.
2: And you have to deal with that accent constantly in your in your everyday life. So like just oh, well, living listen, around there. Yeah.
0: Fucking hell. <laughs> uh but also you know, so I have no skin in the game, but also it will be interesting. To see what the reaction will be, uh, you know, whenever this comes out. Because I simply cannot imagine a second, nay a third, Harry Potter fervor hmm. lasting 10 years. The first one being, you know, the releases of the books, the second one being the films.
2: On Planet Marco, AI generates endless stories about the same thing for cash and dopamine hits. Thanks, Atomic Hound. That's how I feel.
1: (laughs) That's it. I need need to get that little stimulation, a little little dope, a little serotonin.
2: Getting milked simultaneously.
1: Hey, 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 we can't say that. Oh, okay. Minus one point.
2: It's a Gryffindor.
0: (laughs) Speaking (laughs) Speaking of things that we can't say. Comics writer and editor, and um, um, uh, uh, this guy also Podcaster. worked in maybe uh, columnist for sure. Uh, Joe Illich uh, came out with uh, his new column on the pop verse called Adventures in Champagne. And his first column is called a survivor's guide to being a working comic book creator living and dying in four color time the ballad of a working comic creator now joe has said what everyone can't say in this column joe has put out the uh rates the current rates what seem to be the current rates for uh comic book creators from writers to artists to letterers to colorists. We're talking, we're talking the stratosphere, we're talking licking money off the ground. Uh Joe has put all that out there. And uh Sean and also I thought that uh because we're talking about the sales charts. Um, how do we know if, the, if we don't know what the companies are making, what about the creators?
3: Mm.
0: Now, this is a question that I know, uh, a lot of, uh, young creators coming up have, how do I know what to be paid? Um, you know, we've had people even in our community try and, and, and put this, uh, information out there. Um for starters, uh on the low end, Joe says that uh oh, and he got this information from it sounds like uh Tim Seeley, Ray Anthony Height, Darren Bennett, and Bon Ali Ma- Magno. Um, so they, you know, checked on uh uh checked on his work. Um so for writers, on the low end you get 60 to 80 a page. In the stratosphere you're looking at $500 a page. For artists, meaning you're doing the penciling and inking, uh the low uh, the low end meaning roughly 65 to 70% of working artists is $125 to $150 a page. The stratosphere being a thousand dollars a page wow damn
2: uh i just threw the the list of stuff for our, our viewers too uh, this doesn't help oh, yeah but okay uh, yeah i'm just hitting the,
0: the low in the strat uh the low in the stratosphere which is the extra extra high stuff uh the letterers are doing on the low end ten dollars a page and then the stratosphere is forty dollars a page Whoa, what a dip. Yikes. Colorists on the low end are doing $75 to $80 a page, and then their stratosphere starts at $140 a page.
1: Wow, I would have thought it'd be more. For colorists? So did that's they. That's surprising.
2: Yeah, that's why uh, we <laughs> have the same color. We have the same colorists in every book. Oh, uh, It's because yeah. they need to eat. Yeah. That's why uh, that's Clayton
0: Cowles library. and Hassan are chained For... to their desk. <laughs> Man. Um. Yeah, this um is a good start. Uh, for transparency. You know,
1: um. Uh, but uh, obviously these are these are you know scales, right? So like depending on sure. the value of that and and I think to the, to that earlier point we have, you know, depending on the value that you drive for an individual book or for an individual sale, if you don't have that number, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep going to a publisher and being like, uh, as a letterer, Yeah. You know, uh, give me 15 bucks. I can, I can do a page. I can do that. That's for sure. But let's say your book is outselling. You get praise. uh, You don't know whether or not you're worth the 20 to 30, the 40. Um, And, you know, in some cases, honestly, you might get a reality check. Hey, of a 10 and that's not a that's not a dig at creators but that's a a way to validate the i guess unfortunate meritocracy of creating
2: and and the the other thing it like it mentions is like the the creator owned aspect of this too like if i'm if i'm starting a kickstarter um you Mm. know uh I'm going to want to pay the higher towards the medium to high rate so I can get the good artists on my book if I'm writing. So, you know, uh, add that to my 9 to 5 job. So it's, like, impossible yep. to, A, even afford to pay uh, creators good rates to create a book that you could then put on Kickstarter. Um, but it's expensive as well.
1: Yeah, and that's
0: the so thing. Super specially. Especially, especially on something like a creator-owned book, where it's most of the time writer-led. You know, in our in our community, Sylv, you know, she's running a, a Kickstarter now. Uh, definitely go support it.
2: Funded, by the way, congrats. Yeah.
0: Funded, it That's did, right. Oh, tremendous. Fund it more.
2: Fund it yeah. further. I demand it.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, but they uh uh often. The writer has to fund it themselves, right? Sylv is doing
1: um, two two jobs, two dude, two like two jobs. If it, uh, at minimum, right, and then as, as well as doing
0: an absolute crap ton of overtime.
1: Yep, and leading the charge on marketing for the thing, building out the campaign. You know, you're you're organizing and rank your your editor. Uh, you're all the hats man like that's mm-hmm. wild and then uh the funding process isn't even guaranteed in a lot of cases um so congrats to soap because that's a, a tremendous achievement yeah
2: oh, yeah but it ain't easy and to do it it's few and far between people who can do that either monetarily or drive-wise
0: i simply know that i cannot yeah
2: same <laughs> I, I don't I, have it in me. I, I, I don't got that dog in me
0: genuinely i it's the thing that stops me I I don't have it. I simply don't have it. Well, um, sleep sleep. Listen, if I were that kind of person,
2: I would have done it. Hmm. I I'm pretty. I need my sleep.
0: Yeah,
3: it takes
2: a special like like when I talk to you know from the show Mark Bouchard and and their, uh, you know their kickstarters they've done. Yeah. It's constant work. They just uh, started a new one. Yep. <laughs> so. It's insane the amount of work that goes into that, and honestly, you, you become into you get you get a, a, almost a hundred uh, pre signups on on Mark's uh, <laughs> uh, Kickstarter. So uh, they just yeah, go support.
0: Yeah. uh Summer of Blood is it is correct? That right? Yeah, yeah, go nice. support Mark's. Okay, this this one's gonna be good. Oh, Yeah. Um, they put a good but, yeah, Mark is also in law school, so they're also a student. They're also doing all this, you know, off their own back um that's the thing my my thing has always been i can't i can't even support myself i am i can't even buy my own comic books i am tragically terrible with money how can i pay how can i pay another person
1: to work for me yeah like what am i supposed to do here
3: you know and
1: and that becomes a like a sobering reality like my my brother trying to get into writing he's been producing some scripts but at the end of the day it's like i need to produce them like yeah i have the work now it needs to be put out into the world and and that becomes uh a challenge and um dan puts out an uh, excellent point as always you know adding to this since they're independent contractors they also pay taxes at a higher rate because you're you're signing a different tax form, and that's assuming you know you're not just being like, "Yo, I'll I'll throw you forty dollars on Venmo," you know, for yeah. per page, right? That's like, let's say you are an established, you're trying to make yourself an established worker. You got to do you got to do stuff by the book, and unfortunately, the book taxes the shit out of you, mm-hmm. and um, that's a that's a reality that you also have to consider. So I can only imagine, you know, again, to Silve, she. Does this shit by the book, right? So that's additional costs on top. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, in off of this article, you know, is do you feel like there's a danger of people overvaluing themselves and inflating the creator market in the in, and I guess to rephrase that, like in the sense that, um. You are a creator, and being like, "Hey, you know, these people are getting paid five hundred bucks to be an artist. I'm an artist, but my stuff's not up to snuff." You know, is is there is there a worry about that?
2: What worry that it being transparent does that? Yeah. Oh, that's what big companies want you to think. (laughs) Um, That only 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 good can come from knowing page rates, and uh, for everyone across the board. Uh, I think it is a bad. Situation: If you start comparing yourself, and it becomes like, oh, you know, you know, what what is it? uh, A um, some thing about jealousy. I forget the saying. Um, But this is good because it helps you know what you're worth, um, and to not allow companies to pay you less than what you're worth. This is the same in any industry, and that's why they don't like people talking about you know (laughs) their wages, and that's why uh, matters never really talk about it openly and some companies even discredit people from talking about it which is illegal by the way in the united states um and
0: that ties into sales
2: as well yeah. yep you know if
0: marco's drawing a, a a book and he finds out that you know tyler's getting paid more but tyler's book isn't selling as well you know he just knows sean who's the hot dc uh wallet
3: uh you know he's getting paid
0: more um how's marco supposed to
2: get paid more or even know he needs to be paid more you know and this also that 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 you know obtuseness of everything um helps to get uh uh, um to to stifle unionizations too like this is part of the Mm. reason why we don't have a union in comic books because the information is not out there for that to be a standard across the the the, the industry uh,
1: but in an example where like you know i'm i'm trying to build a book right and i'm trying to make it as cost effective because frankly i can't afford it does it price people out when a yes. yeah so then yeah. But, but then how is that how is that a positive outcome
2: it is just an outcome i don't think it's a negative or a positive it is just how things work um, if you can't afford to make it, then you can't make it. I'm sorry. Um, is yeah. there a greater issue yeah. in the fact that you can't afford it? Yes.
0: <laughs> if you can't afford to pay your employees, you shouldn't have a business. Exactly.
1: No, yeah. but but if I want to prioritize the lower the lower aspect of it, right, across the board, because that's what I can afford. But the creators will not meet me in the middle, or a creator won't meet me in that middle because they are feel valued at mm-hmm. a different price. There's a discrepancy there. How do I how do I then get a book with the money that I have, knowing I can hit that lower end? But creators don't want to hit that lower end because the the,
2: the problem is, Marco, you're thinking like a corporation. um, No, no, I
1: like I'm thinking as somebody, an individual who wants to produce a book.
2: So you're saying I want to pay as little as possible for the
1: best quality art. No, not even that. I want I want to break in, but I'm this is the budget that I have realistically. Like this is the money that I have, I've mapped it out so that yeah. I know that I can afford a medium, uh, a medium letter, a medium uh, colorist, like, like across the board, right? Sure. I just say, right? But they are pricing themselves at higher or stratosphere.
2: Well,
0: then you need to be going to people who are pricing yeah.
2: themselves as medium. Or save up out. more if you want to put out a good yeah. product, yeah.
0: Yeah, And it's also negotiation. Sure.
2: You know, you can say, yeah, like with this and with an independent space, it becomes, you know, like, all right, maybe do I pay you a little less up front, but you have some money off of the actual sales of things. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like a lot of Kickstarters, most of it's like, all right, I'm paying everything up front to the creators, unless you're going into it as a partnership for an IP. Um, uh, And then because usually it's it's the the writers that need are are in the negative usually um, for a lot of Kickstarters. So they need to recoup that by with sales. Um, yeah, but my thing is, like, if you can't afford it, then you, sh- you shouldn't be able to make it. <laughs> like, it, it sucks, and but, like, pay people what they're worth, you know?
0: Yeah, that's the tragedy yeah. of it. And like, if, and if, if you,
2: you don't want to, then you're going to get a lesser quality thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's either do that or make it
1: yourself. Yeah, but yeah. creators are to touch you, man. If I, if I tell you uh, honestly, your art's not worth that, well, I get blackball. Maybe don't fucking say that.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, then, but, yeah. but then
1: to that to that argument of like the bluntness of pay more than get better art, and and you know I'm, I'm being I'm, I'm being contrarian here, but
2: yeah, oh, I am so yeah. excited for your your small press expo interviews now. <laughs>
1: oh, no. <laughs> Why can't I pay you as little as I want? <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I pay you within the budget that I have slotted? Because I have you can't afford me, then to...
2: baby. You know, uh, uh, Dan Dan says yeah, here yeah, if fair, you can't fair, find yeah. someone. Who will be who will get paid medium, then you aren't paying medium. I know this from 25 years in recruiting. Medium is determined by what you can find, not by what you see on, on paper. Yeah.
0: Mm, okay, fair. Yeah. Um, I, well, and then there's you know, there's also the negotiation as far as like you know, so you need to go a tier higher for an artist, maybe you can skimp out. A little on the colorist maybe you can you know that's all negotiation um what we want to do here the the uh i want to combine sort of the themes of the the main topic and and this one um you know the main topic represents a an upheaval and change you know with uh, with covid and the way uh sales data does or doesn't happen uh and the the change that the the industry has faced that way but joe's article represents the utter stagnation of the industry and how the more things change the more they stay the same
3: hmm.
0: you know does it matter if we can't get sales data, if the creators can't afford to work on books.
2: In my eyes, that it's almost like this, this haze and this like fog of war for all the information on what makes the money behind the industry of comic books tick is yeah. purposeful. Um, it is purposeful in an anti worker way. Mm hmm. Um, because these things need to be made. Um, IP needs to be turned out and created, and corporations need to mon- you know monetize that and get as much money out of it as possible. Milk it, if you'd say so. Um, so I think stuff like what Joseph is doing, uh, a great article, by the way. Popverse is putting out some real good stuff lately. I, I recommend Popverse. They're mm-hmm. one of the kind of up-and-coming... Um, I think it was uh, Chris Arant. I think, from comicbook.com. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah okay. that's right. Great yep. stuff. Um, he, uh, uh, what Joseph Village is doing here, I think, is, is needed. It's necessary. I think uh, you see this in all forms of of industry nowadays where I think people are realizing they need to be recognized for their worth and their uh, and what they can do as a worker and are mm-hmm. learning that, all right, transparency is key. Communication is key, and uh, 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 camaraderie is key in this. Um, and hopefully, this can lead to uh, this can lead to actual change. If you know uh, the people that are creating the product are the ones in control of things and how it works, then we would have uh, a sales chart data because it benefits creators, not the the companies that own them. If the corporations had their way, none of this would be resolved, and they don't care. Yeah, at the least, you get to you get to ride Deadpool.
1: Yeah, so lucky. Yeah, exposure. You get the exposure. You're Remember what
2: Heather Anto said when we interviewed her? You know, like you you were lucky to be working for Marvel, and they yeah. paid you less because of it.
1: You're lucky well, to yeah. be paid
2: less. Love it.
1: Wild, wild. That's just it what isn't, happens isn't. when you like. Yeah. Uh, when you when you first start gigging, even like you know, for, for musicians, the first thing they do is like, oh, we'll give you drink tickets, and you're getting the exposure, you're getting out there. It's like hot dog and handshake, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If that, if if the hot dog, and it's like a stale hot dog too. Yeah.
2: All right, guys, we hit the goal. We are twenty six, Cal. Oh
0: smash the goal. Yeah. So not only, not only. Are we going to McDonald's? Yes. Y'all can
2: play in the play place. Ooh.
3: Wow. Let's do a draft with this
2: new variant. Uh, kids getting COVID. Um, <laughs> licking, licking those uh,
0: balls. Whoops!
2: Whoop, ay- yo, <laughs> oh, no. ay- yo! Pause! Pause! Um, I guess I have the dice here, so I can. Uh, you got dice? I, got I also dice. got dice. I got the dice.
0: Good. Uh, today we
2: are drafting.
0: Your uh, guys, uh, uh, let's step aside here. And just make sure this is what we're talking about. Oh, it's bar, side bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah a quick side yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, uh, listeners, listen. Uh, Don't listen.
2: Don't don't listen right now. Don't, don't listen right care. now. Uh,
0: yeah. uh, we're doing a, a draft
2: about a team of robots. robots. right? Robots. Okay. Yeah. Right. I, think, I think it's robots. Yeah. Um, should Ro- we do, do four? Four. Okay. I think four sounds four? fine. Four. Maybe we yeah. should do five. Everybody, I could can can of of robots. Robots. Can can
1: probably do
0: five. Yeah, yeah, yeah five. five. We Make do exactly across right. any, any franchise,
2: yeah, yeah, uh, guys. You aren't listening, right? We're just doing a side don't part. listen, don't listen. Yeah, four robots, uh, five robots each, five robots. Okay, yeah, audience, we're doing five robots.
0: You are Dr. T.O. Morrow, who's the guy that does the metal men.
2: Uh oh uh uh, uh Elon Musk now shit
1: wrong nope
0: day. nope and you are building a team of five robots that you have to uh create into one oh. will Magnus that you have to create a working team out of.
2: But before we get that into that, uh, before that was definitely that, a sentence. K-Kale, before we get into that, I need to address something real quick. Um, uh, we got a comment, uh, K.O. Hearn in the in the chat um uh commented when you reply to our comments I'll give you my like who cares about your draft picks. KO you are constantly behind on the live stream that is why we never <laughs> read your comments. Um it's just delayed. We've passed it already. I'm sorry. Um we can get to them in, in you know after the show. But you got if if you want to join the live stream you got to be live. Um, that's all. But you know what people do care about the drafts. So let's get to it.
1: Ooh, wait, qualifier, good qualifier. Full robots or just robot my account?
2: I think Cyborg's count, right?
1: They better. That's what, I, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> okay. Then we might have to I
3: do think Cyborg.
0: <laughs> they have to be majority robot. So for me, Cyborg doesn't count. What? But robot, robot Man would. Agreed. Because he's 95% robot versus Cyborg who is, you know, various bits and pieces here of robots,
1: right? We're talking mm, yeah. robots. Robots. Androids. Uh synthesoids. Yeah. Synthesoids. I get.
0: No. A cy- rust buckets. Side cy- cyborgs. Cyborgs would count.
2: Sure. Yeah. Would they?
0: No. 50% well, it depends or 50% on, percent on the or more.
1: cyborg. 50% or more, right? It depends on the cyborg.
2: Like I would say it's it's not a comic book character like a like a, a Doctor Who, uh, a Doctor Who cyberman. I think would That's count. What but I'm they're thinking. technically cyborgs. Okay. What
0: well, what a doll we'll like the would.
2: end of <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll leave the individual
0: we'll, yeah. character up to uh, up to uh, the broader choice. So yeah, we'll, we'll
2: we'll we'll know it when we hear it. Once Marco says something, and we're like, oh, that's a Swamp Thing character. No, we're not doing that. Yep. Yeah.
1: Uh, right. Tyler, I got some good ones. I think. Well, uh, uh, Marco, order.
2: you're gonna go first then.
1: Um, oh. Uh, in
2: terms of the roll, I'm rolling you first. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're gonna get an eleven, an angel oh. number. Oh, there we go. Good one. Uh, I'll go second. So Tyler will be getting a. 19 Damn what I the saw fuck? I
0: saw you I saw your arm I moving. saw yeah, no, you No no
2: it's 19 I don't lie <laughs> uh-huh, I don't yeah, lie. sure yeah yeah he flipped it's so, 91 Uh Nat one. No 14 you got a 14 Kel Oh damn So Marco with your 11 uh you are last um, Okay So I guess I guess I'll I'll start Take it off I'll start and I'm going to go Marco
1: you off. writing this down Um uh yeah yeah i um, okay great
2: Off the rip, give me my boy Vision. Oh, good. I'm gonna go. Hmm. I'm gonna go.
1: I'm gonna go. Data from Star Trek. Oh, we're doing not not just. I mean. uh, uh, No, those comics. No, let's do comics. He's in a comic. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I think this is the when you when you hear it, you'll know it. I'm gonna say no on that as well.
1: Yeah. Same.
0: What
2: <laughs> I'm thinking it has to have if, started in comics. Let's let's that's the thing there.
1: Oh, I'll sign on to that qualifier. Sorry, Tyler, I, uh, I just started writing. What was it? Vision. It was Vision. vision.
0: All right, Red Tornado. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, I knew I knew fuck. that would be your next one. Yeah.
1: Oh, you put me. You painted me into a corner. I'm sorry, no data, I, no spot. Painted him red. Um, I'm gonna take Astro Boy. Good one.
2: Oh, that is a Marco pick. You get two Marco, so.
1: Oh, in that case, I'm gonna take Brain next.
2: Brain oh, from Monsur on the brain.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hey, robot. Uh, bro, he's literally a brain in a fair. Jar. Okay, fair,
2: fair, fair. If we're saying yeah. Robot Man counts, then then Brain counts. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that makes sense.
2: Speaking of which, I'm gonna go Robot Man. Fuck! Fuck! Man. I shouldn't have said it. I shouldn't have said it. <laughs> all right. Well, well, I threw you off because I want Cyborg Superman.
1: uh, it's good.
2: Um he's full he's, robot. He's full robot. Okay. All right. He just looks like that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he
3: just he just looks like that. Sounds like so that. rude.
2: <laughs> it's like that Tinder bio I saw that was uh JFK's brain just did that. Um <laughs> Yeah. Did not match with her, unfortunately. I was very I was hopeful. Uh all right, so I have vision and I have cyborg Superman. Give me a Mazo. Right. Okay. Dan, I don't know who Golden Age Robot Man is.
0: Um, I am gonna go with who was it? It was a great one. It was a great one.
3: Herbie. 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 Oh, From, Herbie's uh, good.
0: The Fantastic Four. Herbie. Herbie the
1: help, Helper Robot. Okay. Um, I'm going to do 10. I knew we were going to pick one of them. Yeah. Pervert.
3: Hey.
1: <laughs> uh, and I'm going to do Human Torch.
2: Oh, the original Human Torch. I didn't know you had it any Marco.
1: Yeah, I'm oh, struggling gosh. on that fifth one, though. I'm, I'm really stretching right now. Okay. Okay, I got one. But Kel's up. Uh, I
0: will do... I got to have a metal man.
2: I'm gonna do gold. Mm. Gold too, sure, sure, yep. Give me Oh, I just had it and I lost it. I just had it and I lost it. Four. Oh, um last round. Up for interpretation here. Warlock from the New Mutants. That is an alien okay. race of robots, though, right? I think that counts. Okay. Uh, I think that counts.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And then I guess it's my so I have vision this is my last one coming up. So vision, cyber Superman, Amazo, Warlock, and yeah, one y-y-y. more. Um, Skeets. Oh, I
1: just had some.
2: Give me Skeets. Skeets? Oh yeah. Still good one. <laughs> Give me that Skeet. And Kells is this your last one, I believe.
0: Yes. Oh. Of course of course i'm gonna go brainiac
2: Ah, oh, nice
0: yeah i'm gonna go brainiac any that's old brainiac. true
2: he
1: is a robot that's a good the one. more the more powerful the better i'm gonna do um sentinel
2: just flavorless any old,
1: sentinel
2: any old sentinel you don't want master mold you just want <laughs> nope
1: nope just like any old
2: sentinel. you want oh you want vs. capcom 2 sentinel wombo combo wombo combo Hot feet, hot feet.
1: Uh, that's it, right? Yeah, that's it. it. Yeah. Everybody.
2: So, Marco, do you want to read these teams off?
1: Got you. Starting with Tyler, you have Vision, Cyborg, Superman, Amazo, Warlock, Skeets. Tail has the Red Tornado, Robot Man, Herbie, Gold, Brainiac. And I have Astro Boy, Brain, Tin, the original Human Torch, and any old Sentinel. I
2: want to say I sweep but I'm now hearing them all together. I'm not so sure of that.
0: I uh, forgot to list, so. Um, <laughs> Kale, I happen to like mine uh, a lot. Kale's robot I glitched. I don't remember. Uh, I know I'm excited about Herbie, but that's the most <laughs> I can Prince the Prince can robot.
2: Oh,
1: that would have been so yeah, good. That's a good
2: one. Kelix, too. Uh, failsafe. Oscuro, one of my favorite names that shows up in the chat. Uh, failsafe. Good one there. Oh uh,
0: yeah. Omac. Um, Omac
2: would have been a decent one. Oh yeah. good one yeah. Um, our
0: the Android hour man
2: Ooh, that's a thing. What?
0: Whoa. Victor that's Mancha a good, from Runaway. Real good pull. Yeah. Oh yeah. We had the question. I think it was Top Lane that said it. Uh, or maybe C W Gordon. What does uh What does that make, Inspector Gadget? based on our criteria. Is he a robot? I think he's a cyborg. No, he's a cyborg. He's
1: a cyborg, but he's like full cyborg.
0: hmm. Yeah.
1: I don't know enough about
2: Inspector Gadget. I just know that dude, probably a great lover. He's
0: similar to... Yeah. His whole thing is similar to Cyborg, the DC comic character. Dude got in a car accident or whatever, and instead of letting him die
2: mercifully... They made him a robot, I guess.
0: So. Or the
1: the six million dollar man.
2: Not comics. Not comics.
1: Well, that's right. True, true, true. There
2: were comics. So Dan says Omac isn't really a robot, though. Um, yeah, true. Maybe Brother Eye. Does that count? Is that more of an AI sentient thing? But
1: that counts. Mm. Uh, who's I... the X? Who's the X Men villain? The sent the. Oh my god!
0: Oh, that um, just, bulleted through the the Hellfire Gala.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Nimrod. Nimrod, Nimrod yes. Ultron. Ultron. Well, nobody picked Ultron. <laughs> oh, wow. Sean would have picked Ultron.
2: Yeah, Sean would have picked Ultron. Yeah, we said we that for Sean. Yeah. Who,
1: who, who, who would Sean have picked? Ultron?
2: He would have went all Marvel. Ultron, yeah. Nimrod. Uh, yeah, he would have picked Vision before me because he would have rolled if, better than me.
0: Yeah, if he uh, could have got away with it, he would have done fucking Galactus.
2: Oh, I would okay. have shot that down immediately. Well, oh, yeah. Do- A Doombot, maybe. Throw a Doombot in there.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's a lot okay. of comic robots actually. Now, that you think about it? Yeah. I came up with this one in a fugue state this morning. Uh while I uh patted the blood off my forehead.
1: Oh, does Ultraman Count?
2: Ultraman. No, he's not a robot. The 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 Japanese character? Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking. No, he's not a robot Crime's in the kit. Oh. Yeah. I was thinking Supaidaman's mech, but I don't know if mechs Count. Leopardo. Yeah.
0: That was a good one. Yeah, ooh, interesting. We should have thought about that. Well, tell us who won. It sounds... Uh, I've seen Tyler, um, and I think that's the only vote I've seen, so it sounds like Tyler won to me. Hey, hey. Let I us totally know who come won in, in, in the comments. Hey, listen. The comments for whenever you're listening to this, K.O., you can tell <laughs> us who won, uh, and you can drop us a like if you so choose make sure you go to patreon.com slash comics pals where you can support us uh you can get a whole bunch of stuff including access to our special patreon pals discord um and listen it just helps us it helps us do this and it keeps our relatives off our back because we are making money from this thanks to you
2: yeah yeah well, one Don't benefit free- one benefit of that I'll just say is we're gonna get, we're gonna get to go to Comic Con this year, uh, and it's ooh. a little less painful for us. So,
0: and because of you guys, we yeah. got
1: sick uh, 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 wireless um, mm-hmm. lapel mics, Microphones, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna be testing those out this weekend. Uh, yep. Put them in. Put them in a, a live environment. Low risk. So we're ready for near Comic Con. Don't say it's low risk. Yep.
2: Like <laughs> we.
0: Uh, oh yeah, and it uh, takes the guys a lot will, of.
2: Yeah. The guys will
0: be at New York Comic-Con interviewing all your favorite creators. So if you know of somebody going to New York Comic-Con that you want to hear from, that you would like us to interview, make sure and uh, let us know. Always listen to this show at 10.15 a.m. Eastern every Saturday. And then don't forget, on Thursday, listen to us talk about the week's hottest comics without sales charts at 6 p.m. Eastern, we have a book club that is out. DC's invasion. This was a Marco pick, uh, encouraged yeah, by uh, Atomic Account and Dan Trudeau,
1: and yeah, uh, uh,
0: mixed results. I think mixed,
1: mixed results, but appreciated that we read it because it's yeah. a it's a good piece of history. It's a good. Yeah. I think we we had some good questions around it and I think uh, and
2: based on you know people listening to it 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 seems to be a because we had so many questions and criticisms that it's a decent discussion that people enjoyed so
0: yeah yeah Uh, we I believe we have the book the the poll for the next book club up it is on Patreon if you are a listener so make sure and go vote in that and I believe that is all Kale do the plugs oh that's me Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Comics Pals. You can find me on Instagram at Toto in Toe. That's T-O-T-O-I-N-T-O-W. You can find my work at killwar.com. That's C-L-E-W-A-R-D.com. Tyler.
2: Oh, me. Uh, you can find me um, slurping on some halal food at 4 o'clock in the morning right near Radio City Music Hall. Um, I don't like that word. Uh, slurping?
0: Slurping on a halal
2: food. Slurping on that white sauce, yo. Um well- <laughs> it's good man it's good shit uh, yeah follow me at uh, everywhere at the Tyler Olson on Instagram Twitter Blue Sky Threads X uh, 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 yeah all there all there I almost said FetLife but that's not my account name um, mm-hmm. but it's <laughs> a Marco joke if uh, you can find him you can add him on Tyler, Fet Life. <laughs> Tyler just out here milking and slurping uh, ladies um, but yeah yeah come hit me up in the DMs whatever Wrong, wrong Lego. type of, wrong, wrong type of show to be peddling that.
1: Yeah. Uh, wrapping the show like. <laughs> uh, follow me on Instagram at Mr. Marco Animoto. Um, You know, all the things. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Whatever.
0: Come talk to me. Well, guys, the pics just started and K.O.'s leaving. So I let's just, I just like wrap it up. we get to talk. See
2: you point. next week. <laughs> <laughs>